Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. Bang indeed. Bang! One more time for good measure. This is Dave. Welcome to the Too Much Dip podcast. Episode 7. I'm wow. hosting today. We made it. We did. People were like, there's no way they do more than six. <laughs> yeah. And then if you if you really follow this thing, it's you'll know this is seven. Wow. When we're really hitting our stride. That's Dylan. He's a co-host on here. Hello, everyone. Very happy to be here. Uh, sports, man. You talked I, a big game on Circling look, Back today about how much sports you watch, so we're going to see. I even like I even saw some college football was happening over the weekend, and uh, that means it's it, we're waiting for it. It finally got here. Well, it, it couldn't, couldn't get, get here, here soon enough, and soon now it's enough. here. And, man, first play of the, of the season from scrimmage was a 75-yard run. I don't know if you saw that. Was it a tutty? It was a tutty. Yeah. You think that's a false flag? You think that's like a setup to kind of get interest in college football? I don't think so. He was out there just breaking fools off, so I don't. I think he was legit. Okay. Anyway, uh, man, what a time for sports. Thank you, Dorn. Yeah. Coming out the gate strong. I love it. Really bringing the sports <laughs> knowledge. He checked in on him over the weekend. KJ's here. Uh, yes. I am uh, in What's shambles. What's your sports anecdote? Uh, I'm in shambles, but the only sports anecdote I have is that I'm looking forward to uh, – Beating them up, the beating up those cats. I know we saved this for later, oh, but come out on, the gate, man. I'm just gonna say. Why do you got it? That's not the energy we need. Mm-mm. Pony up, pony up. It's gonna be ugly. I mean, that's okay. SMU. Okay. Last year was a pretty damn good football team. Yeah, ten wins. Shane Bouchelle, are you familiar with him, Dylan? In Texas State is, uh, yeah, he couldn't cut it at Texas. You're two, oh, Jake okay. Spivak. I think it's Spadaval, right? Oh, Spadaval. Spivak's a, a, <laughs> my professor, my family law professor okay. from law school. I was, I was, uh, I was concerned about that. Yes, yeah, Spav. Spivak is a completely different person, <laughs> and I apologize to Jake. Um, he's an American college football coach who is the head football coach at Texas State University. <laughs> Eat him Micah. up, Mike. Mike is here. Hi, fam. What's the line on that bad boy? I might drop Ooh, a big boy strap on my cats. Twenty-one and a half. That's for, it for those ponies. Oh man. Yes. I, I would take SMU. Though. Is that oh, game yeah. in San Marcos? Yes. No, University Park. Oh. Per underdog di- and oh. underdogdynasty.com. I trust that then. I trust that. This was supposed to be the year uh, we were going down to whatever they call the, the square stadium down there. Right Is off the Jim rib. Wacker Field? I have no idea. <laughs> I just know I used to rent tubes at like a gas station across the street from it. Yeah. 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 They've oh. actually done some decent renovations over the past okay. five-ish years. It looks not so bad anymore. As a guy who was in San Marcos over the weekend, you guys heard of fantasy football? We were doing a draft golf thing there. Guy shit, you know. Oh, fantasy alert. Fantasy alert. Some people say yeah. big fantasy talk coming soon. Yeah. Can't get here soon enough, personally. But uh, San Marcos has done a lot. The town is it's a completely different town. The stadium, there's now like a, a mini overpass on that main road, Ocarina Springs, that goes by the stadium. So the, the, the train doesn't have to block everything. But you still have the, the sensation occasionally of a train going by, mm-hmm. going on the horn in the middle of a game. It's a, a full bowl now, isn't it, the stadium? They, they brought it all the way around? They load the bowl down there? They load the bowl. <laughs> actually, kind of game there a People call it the ago. Chili Bowl. Okay. Parks, no, I don't actually, know what it is. Parks, Parks, Parks' first college football game was there. Wow. 
That's does Ocarina Springs still uh, feature swimming dogs and stuff? And, a, and the glass bottom boat tour. Duh. Who doesn't Dylan's like that? favorite. Uh, <laughs> Actually, when we were there, there were some uh, some very intoxicated young men next to us, and they had some very colorful language. Uh, and uh, I had to get. Did you have to threaten to beat someone up? I had to earmuff Parks, and I was like, I, I gave him a guys, can, you know, and I pointed at Parks. I got the homie here. It didn't really work. They were obnoxious. Were they young lads? And I'm not the type to complain about that. Yeah, they were in college. Um, but other people around us were also like, Yo, you guys just got to chill. It was bad. Man, yeah, I once, gosh. when Tech played at Texas State, were you on that team by any Mm-mm. chance? I was well, gone that year. It was like my first year back as an alumni, and we were, kinda, we were like, big deal, Texas Tech's coming to town. So we're all in there, and like Tech scored on their opening drive, obviously. <laughs> and I, I just I yelled something, a cuss word. And, like, the entire – we weren't in the student section. We were, like, with the alumni. And, like, everybody turned on me. Yeah. Like, people were like, dude, we're not doing that. Student section's <laughs> over there. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you know, and looking back, I was in the wrong. What I wanted to say to these guys who were yelling obscenities throughout the entire game was, guys, it's Texas State, McNeese State. Like, let's just calm down a little bit. <laughs> no, nothing is writing on this game. This isn't the big one. Unless you have a big wager. Uh, they didn't. They were just idiots. Okay. Dylan doesn't even – Guy doesn't even have a bookie. That's true. I don't have a bookie. Broke boy shit. No. Man. Are we taking the overpass over Micah's intro? Yeah, we're trying to. <laughs> we're delaying it. Oh, yeah. Micah's here, too. No, no. It's, I got it's you. great to be here. Thank you. On his own microphone. Teamwork. Hey, you know what I, I really like this week is uh, Dave has, has sent out a, a team of wannabe social media interns who are doing additional too much dip content on the internet, mm-hmm. mostly on have Twitter. Have you blocked any of them yet? Uh, I think I have blocked one, <laughs> and people. But, but no, actually, I, don't, I didn't block them. People keep coming at me and saying, "Micah, stop it with the burner accounts." And just to be clear, they're not my burner accounts. There's other people. These aren't your burner accounts. <laughs> That's right. There's the burner account is verified. You can't block our potential interns, Micah. What are you doing? I'm sorry, but one of them was really good, and it was featured on my uh, video of the week oh on Micah's read of the week, the newsletter, oh my which dropped today. His followers. Yeah, uh, I shouts to bonus dip. Oh yeah, he's a he's a he's a top candidate. Yeah, it was it was really good. Today's was, the last day. The video of, of me is is Kenny Powers. It's funny. Have I even seen that one? It's I haven't seen good. that yet. Yeah. What? I was kind of off the grid this weekend. Yeah, just with the guys. Just unplugged out there. Yeah, just, you know, it's cool. Just like look at your phone. Join the outdoors. Enjoy the yeah. Just the was anybody? Uh, was there like open flame cooking? Was anything smoked? Uh, there was there was some open flame. Oh, is it time cooking and some open mouth kissing? Uh, <laughs> well, it's time it's time to follow too much dip on Twitter. Sorry, there I didn't is. mean to jump. No, the that's gun okay. Here. That's okay. I would have skipped over it had you not said anything. At too much dip on Twitter. That's dip with two p's. Check it out, and also on Instagram. Too much dip. Podcast. Too much dip podcast. What's our? Re- are we on reels? Um, you know. Yeah. I thought so. It's exclusive location of the power plant. We had a whole conversation circling back today about reels. Yeah, and how it's just the horniest feature ever in social media history. It's just 2H. Yeah. It's just just 9s and 10s dancing and, and like, changing clothes. It's not good. I mean, it's bad for people in relationships. Because I'm sitting there, and if I accidentally click the, you know, the little search feature, the first thing that pops up are just, like, nine Mm 19-year-olds dancing and... My fiance is looking over the shoulder like, what are you doing, perv? And just there's, I have no retort. Or just one that pops up and then six underneath. It's reels, babe. 
Just looking at the internet. Got to be, you know, got to consume. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what you do now. You're part of this pod just like we are. We ought to be dialed in at all times. Exactly. What'd you guys do over the weekend? Did y'all smoke any meats? Smoke some bitch. <laughs> um, I, no. Okay, well, I don't even ask you. <laughs> I don't know why. You directed the question. You, I don't even, my smoker's at the ranch. I haven't used it in five years. We gotta get him it's a like real patio smoker. I'm gonna get you a little entry-level Traeger. Yeah, and if you saw the the size of my smoker, you'd know why I haven't brought it to my house. I yet. remember it from uh, it is the one time beast. I went to your old pad out in Lakeway. The next time I move that thing, it will be the last. It requires um, like a, a trailer and a, and a come along, and it's you don't okay. know what that is. I don't speak a what along ranch a come along. <laughs> you've, you've obviously never built a fence, Dave. I haven't. I pay people because yeah. I'm unqualified. It's, is this it's like how, it's how you, you know how you, pull, you use it to pull wires extremely tight, like for fencing. We'll use it to, uh, it's so heavy, we can't like push it up ourselves. We gotta use this little tool. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. My fence is wrought iron. It's a heavy, it's a heavy <laughs> smoker. I've seen your fence. Yeah. The takeaway here is it's a heavy. It's too son, much to move. Son of a gun. Too much fence, too much smoker. <laughs> too much, yeah, iron. I, I didn't smoke anything, but I did eat some smoked meats. Okay. Where from? Uh, Louis Mueller's or Miller's, whatever you, whatever pronunciation you like, the Cathedral of Smoked Meat, as it's known. Colloquially, I didn't say that correctly. In mm. Taylor, Texas. I thought that was Dylan's apartment back in the. <laughs> <laughs> That's because well, y'all cooked a lot over right. there in college. Yeah, the right. Cathedral, yeah. uh, outstanding. Okay. Brisket, sausage. The best thing I ate actually were uh, was a spare rib. Wow. It's okay. Perfect. What's your go-to? Love the sauce uh, there. Order at a barbecue restaurant. Uh, generally, it's about a half pound of brisket. I like w- at least one end cut. That's sort of my order. About a half pound. Let me get one end cut. Uh, the fiance likes sausage, so she'll get a, a link, and we'll I'll, I'll have a couple bites of that. And normally, I'll go for one rib. Just waving that runner past. What I do? Nothing. Okay. Uh, that sounds great. You don't do the bread, do you? Like uh, the white bread? I'm not a white bread. I like guy. the I. I wish that I wasn't, but I am. I I and actually, my preference is crackers. Okay, <laughs> so fair. That's strange, but fair. I, I okay. know what you're saying. Like, it's not like you invented it there. Um, I did smoke something. I didn't smoke meat this weekend. Ooh. I pivoted and tried to do a uh, recipe. I saw. I, don't, I think it's meat therapy related with meat church. They did a smoked salsa. Oh, um, I love a smoked salsa. Basically, take like three or four tomatoes, quarter them up, a couple onions. And then some jalapenos, gut those, throw those in the smoker, turn around, blend that shit with some cilantro and lime juice, and you're going to town. So I consider myself salt. a salsa connoisseur. Yeah. It's one of my, it's my go-to snack, chips and salsa. I've always said that the chips are just a vehicle for the salsa. Mm-hmm. Um, this intrigues me. Uh, I'm going to need to see that recipe. Yeah. And let me ask you, how difficult was this undertaking? Because it doesn't sound Piece super hard. Nothing but cutting up the items and then blending it. Will the results shock me? Uh, the items, so I threw too much onion in there, so it wasn't visually appealing. Otherwise, we would have seen some uh, social media evidence. So mine was a little bit uh, of a pale orange. Um, but if you leave the onions in there and maybe go with a red jalapeno, you're you're looking real good. Mm. This is interesting. What did you serve said salsa on? Uh, I think we just went with chips. Um, wow. I did pick up some tamales this weekend, and, and it was uh, on the side of that. But uh, it was... Smoke dip. I want my chips with a dip. There you go. Drake. You know a great place to see more, uh, speaking of social media, 
Okay. Oh, God. Here we go. No, no. I, I'm promoting uh, something it, else here. I was about to say, because if so, this is one of your worst ever. But go ahead. Is this about meat smokers? It's about only? meat smokers only. Okay, you should follow go. them on Instagram. Thank there you, was Micah. a ta- the first ever meat smokers only takeover this week. It's a second. Second. Ever. Oh, Japan okay. Yeah, Sorry. About two weeks ago. But yeah, our own uh, <laughs> the old old PGP remote rider uh, Ice House Peter Hart, Big oh, Bad Pete, as I call. That's him. who was on the. That was Pete. He Hart, went yeah. anonymous. Okay. It was it was strange. I wondered who I it was he myself. Posted a selfie. I don't know. He was out somewhere. Maybe where was he? He was out with the lads. He was. Looked like a great weekend. Had chill sitch, dogs, and water, and meat smoking. All the necessary requirements. It is a, a holiday weekend upcoming. Is that Labor Day coming Labor out? Day oh, weekend. It is. Do you guys have big meat smoking plans? No, but I might try a brisket. Mm. I'm just putting that out this there. Is this round now. one? This will be one? first one ever. Good chance I go to the store and get priced out just because I just I can't justify it. HEB's prime brisket is, is crazy. Costco. Uh, has impressed me with the price of their briskets, uh, prime included. Just don't get a trimmed one. Whatever you do, don't get a what? A trimmed one. Some of these fancy pants places will just cut all the fat off. Yeah, you no, I'm that. dude. I'm okay. Look, I've embraced that lifestyle. Okay, I'm not afraid of a little saturated fat. Clearly, you need a little little fat cap it's on. The, there. It absorbs the smoke the best. It's the tastiest cap. part a lot. Uh, you're. Have you done a brisket from Costco? I did, and him bringing up that there are trimmed ones out there, the uh, just complete puss in me. I, I know I shouldn't say that, but whatever. It's all right. Um, no one's listening anyway. I completely screwed up my first brisket because I over-butchered it. I mm. over-trimmed it, yep. and it had nothing to protect it. It was terrible. I mean, it turned into basically like the same chili or chopped beef sandwiches, but it looked like it was the shape of California when I was done. It's embarrassing. <laughs> this is important, though, because if you're in a region of the country that isn't known for brisket and you go to the grocery store or in the butcher shop and you go pick up a brisket, most of the time they're going to have the trimmed one. And no. it doesn't matter what you're cooking, what you're smoking with. It's a waste of your time, your money, your effort. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Is Much it true? Is it like just more of a lean cut? It's just dry and kind of lean? Yeah. Sometimes if it'll, you go to places dry. that don't, they'll separate the brisket, the point and, and, the, flat. and the flat into two separate ones. And, and you can't, can't smoke that either. It's it's usually for people who are going to try to do like some pastrami or something with yeah. it, like or throw it in a roast. Um, what, what do you call them? Hotel pans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where it's do, big, it, do the big braise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Braise it. Throw it, in the throw it on there, fat side up, and it mm-hmm. kind of melts down as it smokes. Yeah. Can't it's a little moist. Okay. What did y'all have going out there? Y'all had a whole outdoor kitchen sitch that was pretty <sighs> yeah, nice. The outdoor kitchen was dynamic. I'll say that. Wow. Had a green egg cooked on a green egg. Shout out to Blake for helping me. Um, I've never really done that before, so we did the lump charcoal thing. Mm-hmm. We cooked mass quantity of steaks. You know, we're cooking like 10 steaks, a couple tomahawks, and uh turned out pretty well. Got The the green egg gets hot. It's, it stays hot, too. It, it does stay hot. Uh, crazy hot, actually. And then they had like a gas grill for searing purposes if we mm-hmm. wanted to do that. So, yeah, it was, it was good. You actually, it turned out it. pretty well. We did uh, – we did steaks. We did. Somebody wanted chicken because they didn't want to do. They didn't want to do beef. Oh, my cholesterol's too high. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, fuck off. Are you, oh, are you even on this trip? Dude? Got him. Do you even? <laughs> like, what's the point? Man? I, I, I'm offended. I was offended too. I'm over here sweating, like, singeing my eyebrows because the. By the way, don't open that green egg too quickly, because once the air gets in there, you have a backdraft situation. And it just mm. it'll pop up, and it got me one time. Great movie, great movie, very scary. Isn't it, it didn't get your stash though. It did you're, not get you're my look, stash. Looking great there. Thank you. Stash plays for now. Oh yeah. 
it might become a part a fixture got a lot of compliments a lot of people are like dude dylan's always talking about he, he's the like the best looking guy in watch media i never said he's always that. saying that or at least alluding to it and it's like well dave like i feel like this this kind of Changes up the conversation. I think stashes are creeping their way back into uh, creeping. Emphasis on creeping. Uh, <laughs> mainstream popularity. I, I see them. Oh yeah, more. Yeah, I mean it's a comedy stash at the end of the day. But it's, the, it's important to note. But the longer yeah. you have it, the less comedic it becomes because it's just like it's just your face after a while. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. People really want to look like uh, police officers in 2022, so it's it's good that you're doing that. When I started to grow out this absolute joke of a beard, I for a long time I was like, oh, I just I'm doing a bit, I'm having fun with it. Then after a year, I was like, I, I can't keep claiming that. I just have to own the fact that I have a very subpar beard that I'm just walking around with. So I feel like most people are okay with your beard at this point. It is what it is. It's not you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's not gonna get I mean, you could better. shave it. I guess you have options. Oh, fair. That, that's what I could do. It, you don't want to though. Let's talk basketball. Turn it up. In the bub. Jazz Nuggets. Game seven. Why is this the lead, Micah? Game why, six. Headed to game seven. Headed mm-hmm. to game seven. Why why is this the lead? Why can't we do a little uh memorial for Well, we can we can do all the memorial you want. It doesn't you know, we, we've got time to do more than one we can talk about more than one basketball. I don't know what's happening. Here. Okay. Okay. That might need to be talked about about what just happened on the Okay, <laughs> we have to we have to explain. We have to. So on the rundown, the reason we're laughing on the rundown. I want to know who made that change. Micah, Micah typed in jazz nuggets. He misspelled nuggets. I'm not sure that I did. Uh, I, it was I noticed it when we started the pod, but I, I I was so afraid to like edit it because like I didn't want to draw attention to it. That I was like, all right, I'm just gonna be a professional broadcaster here. The U was an I. Okay. And Nuggets. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. And he, he was struggling. to. I could tell he, he saw it, and he was, like, struggling to r- fix it real quick. I'm so glad that's what y'all were laughing at because, like, I thought I missed a joke. And then. Oh, my God. Okay. I didn't see it at first. You know, my uh, staff, my crew manager saw it in the uh, bay. And, you know, now we've got to have to do a whole Bubba Wallace situation but no oh, wow. I, I didn't see it at first until all of a sudden you see michael Weiner like slowly editing it yeah. and he didn't start where he should have started which was to the right of the eye he started to the left i was, it. Yeah, I was a little nervous yeah <laughs> it's okay micah oh uh, so, anyhow uh, look, I, yeah harmless. back to the bub <laughs> going to a game seven it says here on the rundown well that that's what's happening yeah uh as uh denver won game six what a, hey great series Mm-hmm. It's been tremendous. It's Jamal been tremendous, Murray, though. Uh, My goodness, household name now. I hope he can't miss. He can't miss. Donovan Mitchell sick. We knew that. Yeah. I I have never liked the Utah Jazz. Um, fair. It goes back to, geez, Mavs uh, Mavs Jazz in like ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety nine ended that uh, Jazz. I say dynasty. Really good team. Never quite pulled it pulled it out, but still great team. Malone Stockton, um, yeah. And plus, they, they used to have beef with Dirk, and put, the fans there are just they, they always spit that booty chatter at everybody. So it's like, dude, these guys just keep trading fifty point games. Yeah. Mitchell and Murray, it's wild. I, yeah. I have some stats. Uh, Mitchell leads the uh, postseason with scoring. How about an average of thirty eight point seven? Right behind him, Murray, averaging thirty four a game. The amazing thing, though, these dudes are both shooting. Fifty percent from the field, fifty-five percent from threes, and over ninety percent from the free throw line. 
Like, they're just not missing. It's bananas. Yeah. And there have been four 50-point games so far in this postseason. That's more 50-point games that have ever been scored in a postseason in NBA history, and they've all been in this series. Yeah. I, I will say, going into the series, I thought it was going to be all about their bigs um, with Jokic and um, Rudy Gobert. But the show that Mitchell and Murray have put on has been it's, – it's made a series that would have otherwise been a – yeah, we'll see what comes mm-hmm. out of it. You know, nobody really cares. Not too big markets that anyone's paying that much attention to. Um, but I like the product that the Jazz put on the floor, and then the show that the Nuggets have have had uh, for similar reasons, mostly because Carl Malone like slept with like a twelve year old and had a kid with him or her. Uh, I don't like the Jazz. People but forget. also uh, the the Nuggets. I'm not a fan of from like the Mellow days. I hated those teams. The Kmart days. Yes. Kenyon Martin. Ken, exactly. Kenyon Martin days. Hated Cuban, them. Cubans getting into it with his mom. Yes. It, and Ooh. it reminded me a lot Bad of kind night. of the Clippers Mavs series right now. But um, I've always been averse to both of these teams for those reasons. But this series is. And it made me interested to see what comes out of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know who I'm pulling for in this. Like, I'm trying to think. So, one of these two teams will play the Lakers, right? No. Clippers. 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 Lakers, Rockets. Oh. Or whoever comes out of the series. But or most Thunder, like the Rockets. yeah. Yeah. I, we'll get to this in a minute, but I'm officially at the point where I, I will be rooting against the Clippers. Oh. Mm-hmm. I I'm just want to put that Why? out. Well, before, oh, Marcus let, Let's get to the Mavs yeah, in a second, in but we got to get – uh, oh, and yeah, Randy yeah, can yeah. help us here. We're burying the lead here. The the other big story that's breaking out in this series is Quinn Snyder's look last night. All right. Show us the fit. He was wearing, uh, you know, all the coaches are going polos, and uh, Quinn was in some very skinny pants. Pants so tight they look like they're painted on. No socks. What what are we calling those shoes? Uh, Loafs? Those are ca- casual sneaks. It's a ca- it's a cool casual sneaker. Yeah, you leather see a sneaker. Of, a lot I, of dudes our age wearing them. Like, I have those in brown, actually. It's yeah. it's for dudes who don't want to wear driving loafers. I don't like the white on the collars, either. Is he going top deck? Yeah, on but the that's button? a team look on the on the top. Like You can see it with the other coaches. Right. And yes, the, the shoes, coaches. too. It's just bad. The pants were certainly a personal decision. Yeah, those are... Uh, wow. They're... Unbelievably tight. Painted on, I believe, like, is a term you could use. <sighs> yeah. I just love the moment we get this picture. It, it reminds me for some reason of, uh, I don't know, the random Ocean's 12, maybe. Um, the villain in that, uh, Anthony, whatever his name was, the very French guy wandering around real lanky and long. Like This guy looks like he's leaving a caper, and he <laughs> took his mask off about two seconds before. Somehow he also has his hands like, very inconspicuously in his front pocket. It's like he just came from a, a Range Rover dealership, <laughs> and he overspent on on a Range. He's this, not carrying right? his own bags into his hotel in Vail. This photo looks like a dude. This just photo is is cocaine in a photo. Though. He paid he paid right. sticker for a, a 2021 Range Rover. Yeah, he doesn't have time for negotiations. <laughs> no. Just tell me what it's worth. Even when the dealer was like, "There's a lot of uh, upkeep and the repairs are a pain." No, it's fine. <laughs> this is almost like uh, the vibe I'm getting is like a dude who's in an like, entry level job who just moved to uptown Dallas and he just leased a five series <laughs> that he really can't afford. He just yeah. got done telling off uh, his kids youth league coach about his, his son's minutes and he's not happy with the results in the second week. <laughs> Divorcee dad for sure, though. So these well, that, that, with yeah. Quinn, that's true. It, to me, he looks like somebody who just shows up at the W and 
uh, just tosses the keys to the wrong valet guy. Just <laughs> like to just a guy wearing a black shirt who's not the valet guy and just walks away. Somebody, These, <laughs> the only person I've ever seen pull off pants this skinny. Club Cool Zone, Phil Battaglia. Okay. Yeah. Phil, Phil rocks pants, I think, yeah. the exact same pants, and they look great on Phil. <laughs> this is just a this is just a. am not sure it's a bad look, to be no, fair. It's, it's really I, it's just seems a little out of place. He seems how, a little old for it. How old is he, 45? Uh, Quinn's got to be older than that. He's in his 50s. One thing that He's I will trash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. One thing I will trash is the pocket placement on those jeans is absolutely garbage. Oh, he's oh they're they're on the front. Do we think they're jeans? They're front I mean, pocks. they are front pockets. So yeah. that's bad. He's fifty three. I believe the they're bleens. Yeah, it's hard to look. Jeggings on the You can't court. look hard when your hands are stuffed in front pockets. Exactly. Like is he reaching down with the pointer fingers just to rearrange himself? That's an awkward thing. He's clearly like walking with a purpose, and like I w- I can't picture what that would be like to walk with your hands in that position. It's just everything about this is awkward. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to run this back out. Uh, I mean, he's got to change it up for game seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it worked, though. They won. And we're talking about it. Well, they lost. Oh, wait. No, he's. He coaches Utah. Oh, but he previously coached Denver. Am I wrong in that? You're wrong about that. Oh, yeah. well, whatever. Oh, I, thought Jesus, it, I thought he was a okay, uh, Nuggets coach. Way Sorry. Okay, Jay. Shit, if I know. You blew it, man. It was 25 a minutes. Podcast. Just- <laughs> No, he's a Mizzou Tiger. That's 50, why. 50 that's right. He's a, I, Quinn's been a part of my life for a long time. I'm kind of an expert on Quinn, so <laughs> I, it's easily it's an easy mistake. Was he a part of that? Uh, I don't know if they won the Big Twelve that Mizzou team, but there no, was a, there was a Mizzou team that lost no, to he, like OU in the finals or something. He like was gone game. by then. Okay, was he just a uh, recruiting force for Mizzou? Because for for a minute, uh, I'll give you the the quick background. They went to the Elite Eight in 2002, so the year I show up on campus, 2003. My, Brad Key's like, I went to Mizzou 100% to watch this basketball team. We were ranked number three in the country <laughs> to start the season. We ended up missing the tournament. There were there was a player on the team that had several uh, allegations of, of uh, abuse with women. And also, he was on house arrest at one point, but still on the basketball team. And then, at one point, he wrecked a, like, uh, a four-wheeler on campus because he was. it turned out he was staying at the president's house. It was a very bizarre thing. There were a lot of rumors. I feel like no one's talking about that stuff anymore. Quinn didn't last too many years after mm. that, and it, it didn't end well. You know where he went after that? He was with the Austin Toros. Exactly. Not the Austin Spurs back Three in the day. Three bats. Yes. Yeah, so Quinn bounced around, and he's been with Utah for five or six years now. Yeah, you're oh. correct. I'm, I'm absolutely wrong. He's also a Duke uh, law, law graduate. Really? He played at Duke and then was about a that. So he pivoted from his law career. He did. We'll see how that works out for him. <laughs> Stayed in the cocaine, but pivoted from law. <laughs> so, so yeah, the appears. cocaine thing is actually looking like uh, a lot of things happening. You know, Mike Leach, also a law degree guy. Also a guy uh, who looks like he's abused some substances. Okay. Doesn't even drink. Is that no. true? For sure. Or does he? 100% sure. He's Mormon. It no. just always... he. He always looked to, to me like he had just drank a Red Bull vodka. While he doesn't drink Red Bull vodka, he does allegedly lock players who are concussed in sheds for hours at a time, especially if their dad is Craig James. And who's killed hookers. Allegedly. Five. Per Twitter. And persecuted per his uh, legal. Not co-signing any of this, by the way. <laughs> allegedly. All right, you want to get rumor. the uh... – Yeah, let's just get this out of the way. I'm glad – you know what? It makes sense that we finish on this. Or actually, we could talk – Boston won game one yesterday, Boston Raptors. That's going to be a fun series, I think. I was a little surprised at how that shook out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, didn't watch a lot of uh, Celtics basketball over the season. 
The Raptors, I was kind of following it just because Nick Nurse doing it again. They look great in the bubble. Look good in the bubble, and they just kind of got dominated, man. Mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka out there throwing uh, cheap shots on Tice, that white dude who I didn't know existed until this year. I don't really follow the East that closely, but yeah, that was a that was a blowout, man. One last thing: when you talk East West, uh, Murray and Mitchell both twenty three. Ooh. In addition to doing this, uh, and then we can really? talk about Luca, who's twenty one, twenty one, and how it's a bad time to be a Spurs fan for the next generation. So it appears. Yeah. Plus, you got Dame. How old's Dame? Like twenty six, twenty seven. Uh, Dame might be a little bit older. Yeah, but. he's he's up there, twenty twenty nine. I want to say. Um. Yeah, Mavs. Lillard's thirty. The Mavs are out of the bubble. We had a, a tough game six. Got down big at one point, 20 points. Battled back, got it to six. And um, no KP, torn meniscus. Look, the Clippers are tough, man. Uh, the Clippers are the better team, the deeper team. Everybody's like, yeah, and they didn't have Pat Bev. I'm like, dude, Pat Bev wasn't doing anything. Luka cooked him for 42 in game one. So oh, shit. Let's not talk about Pat Bev Ooh. being like a Luka stopper. Hold up on that. Um, I'm happy. I got, I, look, it would have been great if they made a run. But Luca's first playoffs, KP's first playoffs, even though he only got to play in three games. Um, two and a half, really. Two and a half, really, yeah. Unceremoniously ejected in game one. Fine. Won two games, had the Luca moment, had the big Luca game, his best game ever. That was, that was fun. That gave us something to do. And uh, I will now be rooting against the Clippers. I just want the world to know that. Okay. I have a problem with that. I don't take it well when teams beat my teams. Like, well, my team doesn't win the big game, you know? Right. You better look out. <laughs> so you're not one of those, like, yeah, we lost, but we lost to the eventual champ. Eventual champion, so it looks better for us, guy. No, and it says more about me as a person because, like, <laughs> I get too invested. You and now, sour. like, I'm I'm wanting to square up with, uh, yeah. you know, whoever, with Marcus, Paul George or Marcus, Marcus Morris. Morris is who you want a piece of. I don't – I actually don't want a piece of. <laughs> I'm still a Kawhi guy. He's hard to hate, dude. Yeah, he really is. He is just a machine. He was, yeah. I mean, he was incredible uh, in those last two games. After that series went to two, he just put his foot on the gas and took over. They are so made much, four straight baskets in the fourth quarter. That team is so much worse when he is not on the court. Mm-hmm. Like when the when the Mavs made that run yesterday, it was when Kawhi was resting, and like Paul George was just he looked awful in that third quarter. Um, he had turned it around a little bit. You know, the game before, he had a good game. But, like, they are they're nothing one, without him. One good game in the series. His He now – someone added Pandemic P to his list yeah. of nicknames on uh, basketball reference because he's been so terrible. Six of 19 in game six. They're going to need a lot more out of him. But Kawhi's just – he's a monster. The term he's walking, totally emotionless. He gets to – what's amazing about him is he gets anywhere on the floor he wants. He doesn't yeah. always make the shot. But you think he's going to make the shot, too. He gets there by stiff-arming. Yeah, yeah. he's unstoppable. (laughs) There was a clip of him. uh, He stripped the ball from someone. I think it may have been KP. Or no, Bobin. Yeah. One of of the tall guys. He was was an incredible steal, and he gave up someone on a fast break who just completely botched the layup. And there was a clipper afterward. They're walking off the court, and Kawhi, who doesn't show much emotion or personality at all, said something like, I didn't give the ball up for you to do that shit with it or something like that. Like, it okay, yeah, it was incredible. A lot of people okay. throw around the term a walking bucket. Like, he's the definition of a walking bucket. Like, he can get it anytime he wants. Um, the only time he doesn't is when he wants to get other people involved. And his hands are freakishly huge. Yeah. 
uh, Micah, maybe you can kind of let us, let us know maybe why the Spurs didn't keep him around longer. I just feel like that was an you know, oversight we, on their part. We'll have to get Greg Popovich on okay. the show to, to okay. talk about why uh, they His decided uncle. to send him to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. You would think you might want that guy to be the cornerstone of your franchise. What, uh, what I like about him is that he never – and why I can't I, – I can root for him because he doesn't get involved in, like, any kind of, like, chippiness. He just does his thing. I mean, he's like the definition of a cyborg. He doesn't. He doesn't get a, uh, involved in any extracurriculars like some of the other dudes. Like Paul George even does. Uh, I just. I love the dude. Same. Gives a good interview. Yeah. I, I hate to admit it, but same. I, I can't find myself rooting against him, even though, for all intents and purposes, I should hate him. He contributed to uh, some success. He did bring us a ring. Yeah, it's true. Had the uh, ejection of Marcus Morris in the first quarter. Yeah, that guy's scummy. Yeah, he's first team all trash. Mm-hmm. If you anytime something like he does something, you go check on Twitter, search his name, and you'll be reminded by other fan bases that have not forgotten, and they will show you n- multiple instances of him doing, you know, dirty fouls, uh, hitting people in the face of the ball, just all sorts of stuff. Former Maverick Justin Anderson. Justin Anderson, great draft pick. Still in the league? Uh, yeah. Okay, good for him. Yeah, I, so that dude. I'm glad Luca didn't back down. I don't know what, how that shakes out if Luca gets over to Marcus Morris and they're uh, squaring up. I think Luca can probably scrap more than people think. Yeah, I think Luca's bigger and can handle himself. But again, the risk is every team out there will take their fourth guy getting ejected over Luca yeah. getting off the court. So you're not winning that regardless of what happens. So, uh, I mean, going into the series, I certainly was wrong with how competitive it was going to be, but I. I definitely uh, knew Marcus Morris was going to be somebody that nobody was going to like at the end of it. Uh, I feel like I, I pointed that out. So I'm going to pat myself on the back, but F the guy is what I'm trying to get around to. Yes. Both the foot stomp, uh, which I think was intentional, and the hack at the neck was unnecessary. Uh, and then to turn around and be like, the one thing I'm not is a dirty player. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I thought Lugo handled it well. He didn't back down from it. You know, he didn't come out and call him out, but he's just like, it is what it is. You know, y- y'all saw the video. You know what I think. So, look, Luca doesn't need to be the enforcer. You you really can't have your, uh, your he, franchise he player be. out there getting yeah. in scraps. KP, to his credit, got Luke. That's what got him kicked out of game game one. Mm-hmm. Was getting Luca's back. You can't have those two guys being the first to a scrap um, when they're your you know one a your, your two best <laughs> yeah. options. The Mavs could really use a Morris brother. They could use a Morris brother. They could use a Stephen Adams. There's a lot of players they could use, and I think they'll they'll deal with the toughness thing in the offseason. But, like, Boban, it's cliche to talk about how nice Boban is and how everybody likes him, but it's like, dude, I kind of wish he was a monster. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish he was just a dick. You know? I don't know. He's 7'6". He was the one holding Luka back, too, which I was was looking to see if Luka was doing, like, the fake, like, hold me back, and he's not really getting held back because he doesn't want it. I think he was actually trying to go after Morris, but – I, I, I really think at the end of this series, I don't think there's any consolation victories. They were competitive. They played well. You saw what the potential was. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, short of Luca's heroics in game four, this would have looked like a complete ass whooping had they, you know, if Luca didn't hit that magnificent shot. Granted, you know, Luca's stats were great the entire way through. Sure. The teams don't add up right now. Not having Dwight Powell. Not even having Willie Colley Stein, for that matter, would have helped in this series. Trilly Colley Stein, if you will. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, one other note I've got is that just Mark Jackson and Van Gundy were just all-time Eesh. bad yesterday. Um, no local broadcast. So watching them and watching them go off on some Larry Bird tangent anecdote in the first quarter of, a, of an elimination game while the Mavs are tying it back up in the first. And, like, Van Gundy's telling some story. And it just went on for, like, six minutes. And it wasn't good. It was just the, the JVG, uh, JVG Mark Jackson show. But Breen's silent. Breen wants to do play-by-play. He can't because it was just absurd. I thought they were at an all-time bad low yesterday. Sorry if you like them. Also, Luca might have drank pee. <laughs> Pull it up. <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah, that might be piss. Is that urine? It's probably just electrolytes, and it looks like pee. It's probably not actually pee. Pickle it's, juice, I'm guessing. It's apple juice, man. Is pickle juice really? That's a thing. I know people try, used to try that for hangovers. Yeah. It is a thing for electrolytes. Lots of salt. I mean. Direct sodium. There is a bit on the uh, Dallas Sports Station, uh, the ticket where they talk about the worst day of the year. One of the biggest tips is to jar your own urine in case things go sideways. You never know. Some could say this was the worst day of the year for Luca. He was just following suit. Uh it's a questionable color, no matter which way you cut it, because if you're throwing electrolytes back into an Aquafina bottle, it's like usually those are in like Gatorade squirt bottles. So yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I hate to say that I have experience with urine being in an Aquafina bottle from road <laughs> trips, but I've got experience with peeing in bottles. Um, it looks like that. And it, that's what it looks like when you're yeah. real hungover. Some real bad boy shit. Bottom five bottle yeah. shape for that, but yeah, for sure. Why are they drinking Aquafina? Uh, there's probably some money <laughs> involved, but it's less trash. Disney probably. Get this man a smart water. <laughs> Rockets Thunder game six today, Heat Bucks game one. That's always unstable, right? When there's like other series mm-hmm. starting like in the next round and they're still. When we, we also had the, the three-day delay since the last time we spoke uh, when the when the Bucks did not come out to play. And so there's, it, it, I think the disparity is bigger than it normally is now that there's games starting the next series and mm-hmm. there's still, still days in between, um, for you know. Yeah, we had some back and forth uh, in the in the group chat about it because you know, frankly, we went recorded Monday and then this news all hits Wednesday, Thursday, and then we're like, all right, well, shit, it might be uh, done for the the bubble, and it likely could have been. It's certainly a difficult position to be in, but if we think back to before the bubble, a lot of the discussion by the players were, should we be here? Are we taking up air from uh, some of these other issues that are still going on? And when it happens, you know, locally in Milwaukee or outside of Milwaukee, uh, I can see how that hits. There was a story, um, if not many caught it, Sterling Brown, former SMU basketball player, about two years ago or so was involved in a situation where he was sitting in his car in like a Walgreens or CVS parking lot. Police come up based on like a report of, you know, man sitting in car suspiciously. And it escalates to where the police like knee, knee him in the growing, um, tase him, otherwise rough him up. One of the cops goes on to post on his Facebook later that night. Hey, I met Sterling Brown of Milwaukee Bucks today. Hashtag fear the deer, like laughing emoji. And then their police report like was completely 180 degree difference from what the uh, body cam showed. So it was real for the players that were there in the bubble. And so when this kind of resurfaced, it was just, it was a lot. So I'm glad that we got back to playing, but I, I definitely respected them for standing up and being like, we see that these things are going on where right. it's bigger than us. Like there was a, there was like a 12, 15 hour period where we thought 
the league was done. Mm-hmm. Like they were going home, right? Cause, yeah, because the, the Clippers and the Lakers. LeBron Lakers talk about just, yeah. just walking out. Our group yeah. text was like, I, I don't know, somebody sent that out. And it was just like, well, okay, that's that. Yeah. Um, and then I, I didn't, I don't really know what, what went on behind closed doors. Did you see the stuff about Pat Bev interrupting the, um, the, yes. u, the players union rep? Yes. Like he Michelle was Roberts. Of, yeah, yeah. He was getting a lot of shit for that. Um, she probably should. Yeah. I, it was a bad look. I, I, I mean, I, this is probably not a good time to, to plug myself, but I did do an episode of mind to Micah about the 48 hour period where everything was in, uh, in doubt. It was a Chris Haynes piece on Yahoo. Very fascinating, including that, uh, situation about uh, about uh, Pat Bev telling telling Michelle Roberts to shut up because I pay your salary, which didn't go over well with the other players in the room. I gotta say, I love that you snuck the plug in, but you did it in tasteful, subdued, like serious voice. It's kind of like Tom Brenneman. Yeah, like or, yeah, it's a Fox NFL injury when they play like the the different version of the and it's just like oh wow this is serious yeah break it down <laughs> thank you but that was a, a sneaky plug no i that's that's very helpful check it out thank you that's in the newsletter uh that was in mind of micah the podcast oh, the podcast that was version. i believe either friday or saturday's episode okay micah's read of the week oh wow okay yeah it's also in the newsletter actually i linked let's to do it. that okay, hot. okay. <laughs> mama there goes that man Michael loves it. Yeah, he does. He's you guys want to talk puck? Let's talk puck. Yeah. Big things. Dylan, I'm just going to give you the, the floor just to kind of okay. give me a breakdown of that Golden Knights thing. Um, I watched every second of that Golden Knights. Those games are on late. I love it. I told you I was eight for, for West Coast late night Golden Knights hockey, and man, it delivered last night. They got down 3-2, and then uh, they scored three in the in the third. Damn. It's a great game. They now lead 3-1. They now lead 3-1. They're out there just just doing. It, a know? lot of people are saying they're on a collision course with the Dallas Stars. With the Dallas Stars. So yeah. you know Look, what? I hope it happens. I mean, both, does both that are three one? Does this tear this podcast apart? I got to tell you, man. If I if I have to deal with Dylan Chirpin, if I have to put Dave in a headlock, um, you I'll better do look it. out, Buster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I don't. Look, I'm glad. I'm glad Dylan's getting into hockey. I am. Look, I'm having. I'm having like a no. lot of fun with this. I know. Playoff, like, I'm not a hockey dumped, guy. Have you ever consumed playoff hockey? Yes. Not it's, to the extent I am now, though. Given that, like the circumstances, we don't have fans. It's still unbelievably entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It's look. It's a. It's a fun, fast-paced game, um, and it's really exciting. And I'm. I'm enjoying it much more now than I ever have. I love it. Do you understand dumping and chasing? Do you understand cycling it around? I. Uh, yeah. I. I know the, the terminology. <laughs> um, dumping and chasing. I still think. I. I, st- I need to be convinced that that is uh, the best strategy in some situations. It seems reckless to me, and it, it rarely seems to work out. They should simply just bring it up and skate around the defenders and shoot. No, I, I know it's not that easy. Like I'm I, just being a dick. Yeah. I mean, I. I get it. But um, dumping and chasing. Yeah. It's just they just. They wrestle on the boards for, you know, 20 seconds, and then the, the puck is thrown across the ice. I, I, I don't know. I don't like it. But the boys were buzzing last night, Dave. Okay. Yeah. We have a uh, potential series clincher tonight for the Stars. Hold on. Did you see my, my, my very hockey guy tweet about yeah, – I must have missed it, man. Let's, let's hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Stone for the Golden Knights. Stone man. The Stone man. Stone man. man. He he scored on a wrister, okay, and he he went he went high like up in the corner, and I said, I said top shelf for the stone man. It's pretty good. I felt good about it. 
Maybe that's where I got it. I got some reckoning. I thought yeah. I'd seen that somewhere, and that's exactly where I saw it. Stone man. <laughs> uh, Mark Stone Rister is dangerously close to a bad porno. Just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Rister is the right term there, right? Uh, yeah. Wrist shot. Yeah, wrister. Yeah, it was a wrister. Yeah, it wasn't a slap shot. I know what a slap shot is. This was a wrister. What's your favorite shot? The wrist. You seem like a wraparound guy. No. Okay. No. Man, the uh, the Golden Knights were living in the penalty box. So they got to they got to clean it up. They got to clean it up, man. They do. I'll be honest. I did not watch any of that game last night. I think I was in Verdansk. Started at nine thirty. Well, we, so. Yeah, we were in Verdansk mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, I got an invitation from Klein, and I was like turning it off to go watch the game. So I, that's why I know what time it was. Didn't you say you always ignore his invites? <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna start to think I am because I've done it twice now. Uh, Stars played last night. Like I said, they played a night back to back. They've had some wild games. Mm-hmm. They're scoring goals at a rapid clip, something they did not do all season. Um, they're kind of a scary team. I think they're, they're in their uh, bag. They're in their bag right now. They might be the hot team. We will see. My favorite player on the Stars, I, I am a Sagan guy, but Rope Hints, who just has the most mm-hmm. beautiful John Duda hair, just blonde, just hanging out the back. I love the dude. He had a sick goal. Yeah. A wrister. It was a wrister. It was yeah. very sick. Uh, dude, the Stars are a fun team, man. As, one of the, I'm sorry, one of the uh, most pants-down, ass-out uh, goals I've ever seen um, with Gir- is Giranov. Uh, how do you say his name? Deny, Daniel Giranov. Giranov, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. The one, Kale McCarr um, tried to put the puck back to the goalie right in front of the goal, oh, and the goalie's back, you know, was facing Kale, and it just bounced through, and it's like, okay. Uh, that... The most embarrassing. I think that might have ended the series. I would probably put that, you know, an own goal in soccer, maybe the missed snap over a quarterback's head into the end zone, or, you know, like a safety on, like, taking a a sack and it being a safety. Mm. Like the equivalent of how embarrassing of a play that is. Or like, um, I don't know, you're the starting quarterback and you're in, like, your first playoff game and you receive the snap for a potential game-winning field goal and you botch it. <laughs> then you try to run it in and you have, like, a lane and you've got all sorts of space. It looks like it's there for a second. And it's there. And, like, everybody's like, oh, oh, what? And, no, uh, you got caught from behind and then your career is defined by it. Fair. But you still make, like, $150 million. Yeah. So that's what I would compare it to personally. Uh, th- that honestly, the reason I say they might have ended the series because it was like Stars went up three zero. Av scored two in the second. Mm-hmm. It's three two game. Stars score, and then so it's a two goal game. But it, you know, Avs are still in it. They've got a sick offense, and next thing you know, that happens, and I think it's five two. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah, uh, Nichu- uh, Val Nichushkin scored the next goal, and two after goals. that goal, um, yeah, actually, yeah, he got four, uh, both back to back. But the last one was with a couple seconds left. But the one that was while, while they still had a shot. And it made it three five or yeah three five. His reaction after that goal was pretty clear that he knew the give up goal right before that basically did them in. Like he went back basically pissed and celebrated. Like his reaction was very sour. Yeah, he's um, stars fans. He's a he's a former stars mm-hmm. great, and I use great in quotes. He um, <laughs> he never panned out. He's a big kid, Russian. Went back to play in Russia for a season and came back to the NHL for the stars. He was never. He wasn't a bad player, but he just never. He had a lot of hype, almost Profar uh, level hype. If you're a Rangers fan and you remember the name Jerickson Profar, uh, which you should. But yeah, I, I I was gonna be really bummed if he w- like went off and it was against the Stars and that turned the series and tied it back up. But 
Luckily, that did not happen, and we've got game five tonight. Was it three one? Yeah, three one five. Yeah, I, I fully expect them to come out and win. I feel like they broke the Avs morally, or morally, their morale. They broke their morale and their morals and ethics as well. <laughs> That's I've, our puck. Time. I've not kept up with much of the Eastern Conference. I did watch some of the highlights of the Islanders game. Um, some nice goal. There was a goal that like wove through like six people in that game. It was pretty impressive, but I don't remember who it was. I will say the only note I had down about the uh, Vegas series is that curious if uh, the Canucks fans will decide to ride after this series for no reason, or did they just save that for like conference losses? Conference that is a uh, that is a very good point. I feel like uh, a lot of people don't uh, don't give them much shit about you know. We talk about riots all the time, and it's like, yeah, the Canucks are like, ah, fuck, we lost a hockey series. We're out well, in the streets. Like, especially to, to to riot in the Vancouver Banff area <laughs> is just, like, a little bit absurd. Yeah. That's that, a callback to a different podcast. Yeah. That is where the famous picture of that couple, like, making out in the street amidst a fiery riot came from, was from the Vancouver really? All-time great yeah. photos. Uh, did you guys watch the golf this weekend? Because it says here that the golf was lit. The BMW. Um, I watched not one second of it. Did you watch the highlights? Um, I uh, won, and that was uh, Rom's putt. The so you 60, missed DJ's putt at the time. Yeah. What was it like? A DJ's Four, putt was forty-three like a 40 footer. footer on the 72nd hole to wow. tie. Oh wow! About as much emotion as you'll ever see from DJ. What would he do? A real trash-ass fist pump, like. But it that's was a lot for him. Yeah, it was a lot for him. Tied up, you had a playoff. Yeah, DJ was trailing by one stroke going to coming down the stretch. <clears throat> hit a terrible drive on 17, hit a terrible second shot, somehow scrambles to make par. Then on 18, hits a terrible drive. It's a lousy second shot, and then rolls in that 43-footer on 18. It was wow. pretty remarkable because the narrative is uh, he's going to choke again. Uh, but he did that, and then – Has he not shed that yet, though? I mean, he's got – He is the number one player in the world. I don't know. John Rahm then just shoved it in his face in the first playoff hole, <laughs> rolling in a 66-footer that yeah. rolled – up and down, it had pace, it had speed, it had break. It was electric. Where do we stand on John Rom? No chin. I love Glaring John Rom. Lack of chin. John Rom is coming into his own. I like him. He's, I love him. I like. Him. He's taking the step. This is his big moment. He's he's a, he's he's a boss. Love I should the guy. like the guy because like as a fellow short backswing guy, like mm-hmm. I I kind of feel like you know, we've got some similar things on you, the course. Rom and Fino. Me, Ram, and Finau. Now, the difference is I think they probably hit it a little further than I do. but They're also just a lot better. A lot better, a lot more skilled, bigger guys, better athletes all around. I'll say it. They're just better versions of you in every every facet. Yeah. Do I need to get over the Finau broken ankle or dislocated ankle <laughs> thing? Because so that's weird. the only thing I can think of it's every so, time It's weird. Finau. That's yeah. a dude who can't close. Like, but, yeah. yes, you yeah. dude, he's It's still, been, what, three years since that par three uh, dislocated ankle thing? Feels like, it feels three-ish. Three-ish, Two, you never maybe. know. Um, it's it's just one of the more bizarre stories. Like, it sticks in my head, like, the Martin Martin Gramatica getting hurt on, like, celebrating <laughs> a, a field goal situation. I believe like, that was his brother, Bill Gramatica. Bill? Yeah. Uh, both of them tore their ACLs mid-game. I yep. don't know if it was from celebrating a, a field Bill, goal or not. Yeah, Bill hit one, Arizona. and he was celebrating and jumped up, and as mm-hmm. he landed, he just... Yeah, yes, it is Bill. ACL if you type in Bill G-R-A, the first thing that pops up is... Uh, injury. Dramatic injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. It's an all-timer. And it was like a 36-yard field goal, too. That was the best part. I love that their names are Martin and Bill. <laughs> yeah, Bill, like, what, what happened there? Well, his his Martin actual given name flair. is Guillermo. Okay, okay there, there we go. That, that makes, makes more sense. 
<laughs> Sorry to derail us on the Grammatica hey, family Bill. history. <laughs> they were fun, man. They're tiny little dudes. I'm not a big. Uh, I was always worried they were gonna get hit and killed by somebody. I'm not a big rom guy. Okay. I don't know. I you don't like paella or what? No, I have nothing against paella since I learned about it like two months ago. I was <laughs> utterly unfamiliar with it until we did one of our live streams, and I think somebody made paella or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't know. He just he's got a lot of hype, and he's obviously a great player. And I, I kind of let the Ryder Cup get the best of me sometimes, and it makes me not like some of those guys on that team. And it's completely unfair. But I was I was pulling for DJ. I don't know why. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's just DJ. His he's just such a weird, a weird personality in golf. He's likable enough to me. Yeah, he shouldn't like a, be because like he's this. He's just like this handsome, like cocky. I don't know. Dating He's or married to Paulina Gretzky. They're married, right? Yeah. Yeah. They got a kid. Like he, he seems he should be hateable, but I just I like the guy. He seems I don't know. Am I misremembering that Rom also has a uh what you would say is quite attractive uh significant other as well? Oh they yeah. all do, man. No, she they all do. He went to ASU, right? He did. I mean, like you don't oh, okay. he and Phil. Let me just say. You need, you do pretty well if you marry out of ASU. Girls Gone Wild didn't stop there for nothing. I don't believe uh, Dustin and Paulina are mar- married. To be fair, okay, Just, are they not? I think they they're engaged. I think it's one of those like ten year engagement things that it's, no one can figure out. Does she have? Is it true that she has the um, her dad's number ninety nine tattooed yes. on a right next to her a um, region that is unseeable private part and most oh. close really Hi. and it's in the the L A Kings font. If you were to get one player's tattoo, his number tattooed or her number tattooed on your uh, lower half in that area. In the in the no no spot, MJ, you're going 23 or 45. <laughs> Come on, dude. No one's doing 45. I'm doing 23, man. Okay. He, he's, you want to rep the comeback? That's my guy. <laughs> no, not a comeback guy. <laughs> he sw- he was 45 for like a handful of games. Okay. He came back wearing the four five though. Micah, whose number are you getting tatted on your penis? <laughs> Probably 21. We're going Tim Savage Lemons. Oh, <laughs> who? Savage. <laughs> Definitely twenty-one. Savage. Dude, that's what you would call. <laughs> that's what I would call my junk. Uh, no, Tim Duncan. Okay. Or maybe I'd go two exclamation mark like the coyote. Dude, you always do love a good bank shot. The big fundamental. That's the what they call fun- me. That's fantastic. I got to look up Rafe LaFrance's number. Of course, he was <laughs> old man Riverwalk at the end of his career. It's good. That was a fun one too. That was good. That is a good. That was a good nickname. Did you see him and Manu went for a bike ride yesterday? No. Manu posted on his social media said, "I finally found someone to go ride bikes with," and there's Aww. just a selfie of these two. Are they still guys. living in San Antonio? They've got gray all over their face. Yeah, it's why it's fun. It's a nice area, David. It's very hot. Your dollar goes very, very far in San Antonio. Hey, George Strait makes his home down there, so maybe you should just zip it. Let's say you're gonna make a churros comment here too. No, I would not. I'm not yeah, what go about full, what I'm, about all those big old women down there? I'm not Dave? going full Barkley or full Cuban. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll say it. It is a dirty little creek. The river walk is trash. I thought they revamped it. It's still tra- the 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 water is disgusting. Shout out it, to the Pearl gross, District yeah. though. Well, yeah, the Pearl is nice. There's there's nice things. It's down a little there. man-made stream through a, a, a metropolitan. You know they're putting one clean. in downtown Dallas. Oh no, are no, they? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> You know they I mean, have a river walk. It's yeah. charming. Oh, yeah, though. that's true. They have a river walk in Oklahoma City, apparently as well. Uh, Bricktown. Yeah, that's 
I will not go. Ones. I will not be checking. No, that one real out. ones don't go out in Bricktown. Okay. They got. I don't think the spaghetti warehouse is there anymore. That's the what, abuelos might be, but that's what they used to call Dave, and he's on the freshman basketball team. Just Bricktown. <laughs> they call me Spaghetti Warehouse. <laughs> and Spaghetti Warehouse. That what my game wasn't. I wasn't a pure shooter. I was a three yeah, and D guy. Used brick I was a three and D no guy. No one gave you the rock. Yeah, but I wasn't out there for don't that. Pass to, don't pass. Don't pass to Bricktown. So Nobody called me Bricktown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, KJ, you've been dodging this question, so who, whose number are you getting tatted? Uh, we'll stick with Romo. I'll go with Romo. How about that? Because <laughs> okay. it just doesn't deliver. Yeah, in the exactly. Big moments. Just disappointing. <laughs> but like it, like it ultimately like is successful. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, you know, I've been Romo has had a successful career. Carrie Underwood, Jessica Simpson. Oh, Candace. Candace Romo. It's conveniently her last name. I have no idea what her yeah, name that was is, before. That's then. true. I'm not, definitely going. Definitely not Owens. No. <laughs> well, not that we know of. <laughs> I'm going. Uh, I'm going 28. Okay. Darren Woodson. I don't hate it. Is this because you bring the wood, son? <laughs> he's also my one of my. He's my favorite cowboy from those teams. Problem is, he did like this uh, injury lawyer chiropractic commercials yeah. in Dallas Fort Worth for like. All of his ten years after his career, so all I can think of is broke back uh, Woodson. But hey, you know he doesn't. You it. know he's got the ESPN thing now, right? That's true. That's true. That I always wondered. I always felt whenever I saw players after their careers doing those ads for like local, you know, chiropractors. Like I was like, oh no, are they not? Do they not save their money? Like what's going on? Do they have to? Why do they have to do this? I think a lot of them are just being good guys. But mm-hmm. like it always makes me kind of sad. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see favorite my favorite players from my youth doing <laughs> law firm tort law firm you know it's like sometimes you just walk by an atm and it's spitting out money it's hard yeah. to say no barry sanders does like a divorce lawyer uh that's like through oklahoma and texas and one other state and i'm like all right we get it barry oh no you got a deal cut but uh, look money wasn't the same back then in the nfl as it is you're now. right exactly you're right but i feel like darren woodson played into the early 2000s right he, oh he made some money he made some money yeah okay okay Anything else on golf? <laughs> <laughs> Ten million is the answer to the question of net worth. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, that's a Dolphins fan reaction at the draft. He's not missing any okay. meals, but he's not buying a yacht either. Yeah. You know? The ESPN money is probably, what, half a mil a year? Enough. Yeah, until he, uh, you know, Three. actually that's an NFL Network guess. joke. I was going to say uh, harasses a makeup lady, but... <laughs> Jeez. We'll move along. Yeah, he's managed to avoid that fame. Why so. did that not get more? I feel like that kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. Okay. So ends our golf segment. Mm-hmm. Always a always a fun favorite. Uh, the only thing I'd say on golf is the the tour championship is next week, and it's all, it's seated due to rankings. And right, it, right, it's right. Very it's very confusing. I'm but DJ with, starts at negative at ten under basically. I'm riding with DJ. How about okay. that? Okay. Okay. I don't okay. have a problem with it. Uh, you want to do some quick dips? Yeah. High school football is back. Yeah. Uh, in Texas, high school – well, a couple other states started a couple weeks back, but uh, Texas high school football started this week. No schools that we uh, have of note because they are delaying 5A and 6A, the highest divisions in Texas, for a couple of weeks. But by all accounts, you know, no one died on the field of COVID mid-game, so I imagine that will allow them to continue forward. So. You know, I, I said a couple times that we wouldn't have college football or high school football this year. I'm wrong. I will eat it's those happening. words, too, for sure. That it was is. the first thing I thought of was how wrong you were on yeah, that Yeah, I, I, I really thought there was no way it was going to happen. Uh, 
Duncan does not play till the seventeenth. You know them being yeah. amateur athletes and all. <laughs> right, they're student athletes. We all were yeah. pretty aggressively pessimistic, I will say, yeah. and and we've got to own the fact that on Saturday, I will sit down in front of a TV and watch the ponies run out, dominate Texas State, okay. and I'll be happy about it. I also think the Big Ten and Pac-12, whoever else canceled mm-hmm. their seasons, they're going to be having uh, some serious remorse a couple weeks into the season, thinking, like, why are we sitting at home while yeah. these guys are out there doing this? Um, yeah. I don't feel – I like, I don't feel that they're wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, a little tired of some of the online uh, tone that people are taking towards Big Ten and the Pac-12 of like just because they decide this is what's best for our conference and the, the, the responsibility we have to our players and our schools doesn't mean that they're wrong in deciding it that way. Right. Like I don't think that it should be right to be like, all right, this is the call we made, and everyone else is like, how dare they? They ruin these kids' lives and all this stuff. I'm like, they did what they thought was right. It's a lot of parents, right? Uh, in the Big Ten, you Big are Ten. getting a, a group of parents suing the conference. but they, they also went on a march outside of the Big Ten conference building. Which was just funny. Like this, you're not you're not doing anything here, guys. We you should have been worried about this months ago. The the Big Ten has a, a rookie commissioner. This decision was made by the school presidents. This is it's too late. You can't just march there with signs and say, "Let my kid." Play. And they're, they're probably all working from home too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably true. Wait, so the parents are they're filing suit. Against the conference for do they have standing to do that? Like, wouldn't the, the kids are all of age? They're not. I mean, it's uh, whoever is okay. Is, somebody, is is. but my thing is, a they've preserved their their uh, eligibility. They're honoring their scholarships. They're not kicking them out of school. They're still allowing them to partake in athletic events. They're providing them with all of the same amenities, you know, under safe, uh, safest environment they can possibly do. They just said inner school um, competition is not in our cards, and that's the decision they made. So I think live with it. And if they decide to play in Thanksgiving or January 1st, like, I don't think the, the answer is then to be like, oh, look, you were so wrong. Look at you going back in your word. Like, that was the call. Deal with it. It's college football. We get it for longer now. Yeah. I, it's a weird deal. It's a the Big Ten. I, I, do they have, like, a lot of schools? So like, wasn't Nebraska one of the ones? Like, there's a Nebraska's, big group from yeah. Nebraska. They don't maybe I don't know. I don't know if they've been less affected by all this. But Nebraska and Iowa were the two schools that came out and said, like, we think we should be playing. I saw a friend of the program, Zach Johnson, an Iowa fan, uh, was really, really upset with the Big Ten. He was he was doing That's some tough. stuff on Twitter, a lot of retweets. Mm. Yeah. There's gonna be some sports FOMO. It's gonna continue on, especially if like they continue playing. The thing is, it's it, to me is you're gonna see positive reports, you're going to see campuses with outbreaks, but those stories won't gain as much traction as the fact that you have 20-plus schools not playing. So, at this point, the table is set. We'll proceed until things change. I will continue to consume college football. Agree with uh, Dylan, and I almost said David and looked me right in the eye, uh, and saying that we were wrong. We just got to enjoy it as long as it lasts. For sure. Uh, NFL scrimmages in stadiums. That is uh, the note here. Cowboys scrimmaging without numbers or names. On their unis, the faceless team. I found team this has no name. Incredibly asinine. Could we get that photo, Randy? Thank you. Nice. I'm the, actually on board with this. This is all oh. Mike McCarthy. Exactly. That's the problem. 
this is just this is such a football coach bullshit thing. So tell them the background. So this was televised. Yes, this was on local TV in Dallas, apparently. And I don't know if it was on here. I, I didn't really look for it. But um, since there are no preseason games, some of the teams are playing scrimmages inside their stadiums. Cowboys have a new coach. And he he said that, that we're not going to play numbers so that scouts can't tell who our players are. That's right. That's got, the reason for it? That's what he said. Such a high school ass move. It's just it's it's just pathetic. Well, to be fair, like it does. I mean, I know you sense. want the edge, and he said something about how scouts generally just get get their reports from local beat writers, and he thinks that beat writers will be wrong if if their players don't have numbers on. It's just it's asking. Well, I heard that's like a real part. Like people in the personnel department are, they're scouring like other teams, you know, beat writers and journalists for like clips from practices because they don't have any preseason games to go off of so like i think it's a real thing now whether that really matters in the end i don't know i mean it's mike mccarthy i feel like he's uh he'll be uh more unpredictable than uh, our last coach jason garrett who essentially under his tenure like the same eight plays doesn't this all <laughs> go true. out the window after week one though and we're looking at this photo here and i can tell you right now that's uh well, actually, see, I, I was about to say that's not Zeke. I was going to get it completely wrong. But that's Tyron, for sure. That's Tyron. And then that's Connor. Yeah. Um, I, I keep on saying Williams, right? Williams. Yeah, Connor Longhorn. Williams. Longhorn, great. So, uh, like, there is, and I'm going to guess Alton Smith, maybe. Um, but uh, I get the point, but when you're scouting a team from an NFL or from a, a, a football perspective, yes, it matters where people are. But you're really more so looking at what the personnel is, how many wide receivers versus how many tight ends and running backs are on the field, and then what are they doing out of those packages. They're not going to show that in a scrimmage. And you're anyway. not going to show all of these variations anyway. You're not going to be showing enough with certain players in certain places enough to have any trends start to start tracking these things. Like it's one less data point, but you're showing you're just as quote-unquote vanilla uh, with numbers on your jerseys as you're going to be without. So. My bigger issue here is that the smart teams know what's going on. The smart teams pick up the, you know, when the Cowboys cut from 60 to 53 and there's two or three players that can actually help, the, the Patriots are going to know who the guys on the margins are. They're not going to miss on a guy because he doesn't have a number on. I guess, if anything, that might be the bigger effect is now I don't know the numbers of the people that are getting cut and what those names and, and who that was that was making an impact. Well, and, um, and that could be really... That could be really bad for your life if you don't know the 52nd and 53rd guys on the Cowboys roster. Well, I, I yeah, mean, It could be from, tough for you. I mean, if, if I'm the 57th person who's getting cut, I'm a little pissed that now my film is out there without See, there my you name go. on it. So, but whatever, you know, go, go Jags. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the Jags because, uh, KJ, I don't know if you saw this. This might be uh, some Brett's breaking news, but they have cut Leonard Fournette. Yeah, this is um, – it seems week in, week out on my short commute down here that something drops uh, within that time frame that completely Fs my world up. And, yeah, the XFL was that way. Uh, Mid-drive, uh, I got uh, mentioned in a couple tweets about this. And yesterday or the day before, I quote tweeted Spotrack, which major shouts out to them. If you have any interest when talking about sports and what, contracts behind uh sports are sport truck does a great job of tracking that but they had posted that basically the last first round picks for the jags all the way back to 2008 none of them are on the team leonard fournette well i'm sorry 2016 
2017 onward. Uh, Jalen Ramsey in 2016 traded. Dante Fowler traded. Blake Bortles was extended, but he's been gone after that, uh, before that second contract ended. Luke Jokel, Arlington's own, uh, declined his extension. J- uh, Justin Blackman, suspended. Blaine Gabbert, traded. And now Leonard Fournette was at the bottom of that list in 2017, now waived. Um, he did get a second contract, but was waived. It is um, soul-crushing to grow up a fan of the Buccaneers and, and to endure all of that lack of success after the initial uh, Super Bowl run to see this happen again, but I will write it out. As I mentioned earlier, this is uh, the sports equivalent of self-immolation. I will continue to let this fire burn and see what comes out the other side. <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm sorry. I, I saw something today that the 2017 Jags, the team that went to the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. had six pro bowlers on defense. Mm-hmm. Now none of them are with the team. Yeah, you would think that's not a recipe for success. You might want to keep one of those six Pro Bowlers. That that was an electric season. Um, for those who don't recall in the Pittsburgh area, uh, the Jags absolutely torched uh, the Steelers and then made the horrible decision to fly back to Jacksonville, go into their stadium. I didn't pull this clip for you, but uh, Jalen Ramsey got on the microphone in front of like fans that were welcoming them, welcoming them back from a divisional playoff win. And basically saying, we're going to win next week, and then we're going to go to the Super Bowl, and we're going to win that bitch. Ah, uh, yes. I remember. And uh, the next week, Miles Jack picks up a fumble. They declared his knee down and that he was touched by contact. He was not and scored. This would have put them up by over two touchdowns on the Patriots. They end up calling that back. Patriots going to win. And then you get, like, Patriots-Seahawks that year. And, so. they, gave, and they have not won. And they gave Bortles else. the bag after that, yes. which turned out to be ill-advised. Now, Bortles, I, I also, where is he backing up in San Francisco, right? I don't know if he's on a roster. He was in L.A. last year with LA, the Rams, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. think he's been picked up yet. But I also not saw that sense. their management also just crushed Fournette. Like, basically was like, yeah, we tried to trade him, but we couldn't get anything more than the fifth, sixth, or seventh, so we just cut him. Okay, like, they also sorry. just trash people on the way out the door. Doug, this has got to be a tough franchise. Well, Doug Marone a- a- answered the question. Said we, Someone said, why didn't you just trade him? He's like, we tried. We tried to get fifth or sixth. We couldn't get anything, um, which Leonard Fournette has had some injury issues, but he's – a serviceable running back. It's just the market for running backs is garbage, um, which leads to questions about extending players like Ezekiel Elliott. Like, it, maybe not the wisest thing. I will say Leonard Fournette as a person, what he did, you know, uh, during this summer's events, he definitely was a stand-up guy in the community. So I hope he lands on his feet somewhere that he's utilized correctly. The quote from Maroon: My question was, can we get any value? And we couldn't get any. So fifth, sixth, we couldn't get anything. So it's always nice when you shit on a guy on the way out the door, too. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in other running back news, Alvin Kamara, this also broke recently. Missing practice. Uh, he's missed a few, had some unexcused absences from training camp the past three days, and per source, believed to be contract-related. That's tough. It'll work itself out. He gets the bag, right? Like he, That's a running back you don't feel terrible about paying, right? I think that he's hurt by the decision today a little bit too. Um, I think uh, the whole market, running back market, is continuing to suffer on you know, one after another. Him holding out might have a little bit to do with what's going on there. Like you want to secure your bag earlier. You look back and you, people called Zeke a jerk for holding out two years before his contract was up. No, as might a running right. back, as a young running back who finds success early in yep. their career, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt's next in line. Your career is short. 
you oh. have to make money while you can. That's Got when to. your value is at its highest. If you don't hold out, you're leaving so much money on the table. Only four players in NFL history have at least 2,000 rush yards and 2,000 receiving yards their first three years. Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Roger Craig, and uh, Republican National Convention Speaker Herschel Walker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Okay. Let me correct myself. I said Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's in Cleveland after getting cut. He would have been next in line. You think of his brother, Mike. <laughs> I earned that. I earned that. I'm sorry. Guys, yep. I got to step away and pee yep. before I wet myself. I'm sorry. Dude, the new Dave over here. Yeah. This dude's – I'm worried about you. I don't know. I'll be back. Okay. Um, Yeah, dude, I, I, honestly, I was kind of hoping that – I wasn't hoping this, but I, when I saw it, the first thing that came to mind, and I don't know what this says about me, was that is this some kind of, like, protest against Drew Brees? Like, is this going to be like mm. – I didn't think – because that whole thing kind of blew over, but I was wondering if things were about to get real juicy in New Orleans. Um, I root against the Saints. I'll say that. Okay. I don't really care for the team. Drew Brees, something about him rubs me the wrong way. Always has, for the record. But, uh, yeah, man. I I really don't like his support of Advocare. I'll just say it. It's, it's yeah. sketch. Yeah, he's a, he's a longtime supporter of, uh, of that pyramid scheme. Yeah, so. my issue would be I think that the Saints have certainly had an impressive run over the last 15 years. And there are a lot of Saints players that are former teammates of mine and former SMU Mustangs, so like over seven, like seven Mustangs on that roster, which is incredible, including Thomas Morstead, best punter in the league. Um, but I will say, at some point, uh, you, you got to let go of like, hey, this is the team that rose from tragedy. And this team seems to sell their like tragedy motivator which, again, Katrina is an exception. Like, it's a national event. We get it. You can ride that for five years. I would then say, like, then the Steve Gleason story, player with ALS who blocked the punt in the Super Bowl. Again, big story, important. You can ride that. I'll give you another five years. <laughs> but every time that the Saints start a season, this is the city that rose from the ashes of being demolished. I'm like, this was 15 years ago. Like, we don't do this for the Jets or the Giants, how are you going to continue doing this for the Saints? Like, and I won't remind you of the events for the Jets and Giants. You can imagine. What are you talking about? I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I I, I kind of Jimmy Hoffa. I get that. Um, I'm I'm curious who that who's the what's the SMU connection? Um, Jimmy I don't Hoffa. know how it led to that. I I mean, Morsed was the first player there, but they've had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Banjo is on the roster, I believe. Zach Line may or not actively be on the roster. Zach Wood is on the roster. Margus Hunt is now there, six seven Estonian, um, who was in Cincy for the most of his career. But it's just kind of been one after the other. But oh, Emmanuel Sanders is also there, so a name of note that you might see is in your fantasy drafts. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay, fantasy alert. <laughs> yeah sleeper he's gonna produce manny will produce i think he will he is a very talented human being single-handedly ended my career <laughs> um <laughs> big john thompson dead at 78 yeah this is tough saw a lot of outpouring uh on twitter ai had a tweet alan iverson if you guys didn't know that uh is it was it's it's sad he was seven this isn't covid related right is this i i you only saw the, so. the i always the, have to ask that question it's, I mean, again, uh, until I know why, it is sad. But, you know, the dude did a lot of uh, 
or had a lot of success. And he was one of the first, he was the, the first, first black coach in the NCAA to win a national title. So that was huge. Um, 84. Yeah. And the strange thing is that we haven't had it happen too many times since for having 145 basketball teams, but I digress. Yeah. RIP, Big John Thompson. Rest in peace. Uh, here's a here's a note. Uh, Austin FC has blocked Randy on Twitter, <laughs> or blocked somebody. Who they blocked me. Micah. Oh, you sent that text? Okay, yeah. That makes why a would they block more. Randy? <laughs> oh, okay. So I got the notification. I was I like, what did same. Randy do? It's like, like Randy doesn't even tweet. Do you even have Micah? Twitter? What did you say to him? I don't know. I don't know why I'm hashtag blocked by Austin FC. They announced today Probably because you trashed them. They announced today <laughs> that they sold out their season ticket allotment, and somebody on one of my group chats sent the t- the tweet, and I noticed that I was hashtag blocked. <laughs> Yeah. They haven't even played That's a game yet. Fucking beautiful. How could they block me? Because you talk shit about them all the time. I don't like soccer. I guarantee the person running their social media listens to too much something, tip? to something. Probably Mind of Micah, Dylan, or Robert? I don't know. Whoever it was definitely caught wind of you trashing them. No, I, I don't I, think I've been blocked. I don't know why. I, I've I was never, about to say because if anybody else in, in here should be blocked, I would say Dylan might be second in line. Austin, I want to make sure I'm not blocked. <laughs> no, I'm still good. I'm good too. This is like a Doug Gottlieb. You know what? Uh, Hit him with the follow. I might preemptively block them, though. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Solidarity. But if they just click on a random guy's account and they're blocked. They're going to catch a hashtag block from me as well. Did you block? You didn't block back? I'm blocking back. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to. Tweet him right now. No way either of y'all are going to see each other's comments. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. Hashtag Verde. That's so funny. (laughs) Verde? Oh, man. I Anyway, shouts to anyway, them. they sold their they sold out their home t- their uh, they sold out whatever. This in no way, shape, or form uh, represents the position of this podcast. If Austin, Austin FC is interested in having us, uh, I don't know, hang out in a suite for maybe an opening game, ambassadors, ambassadors, if you will. I we can expand their reach into the Dallas market. I was gonna say you are yeah. a perfect candidate. for The that. stadium doesn't look awful. Oh, that's that's the nicest thing I can say about it. Okay, well, I mean it's yeah, tiny. Kind of a, what does it hold? Like four hundred people? It's probably oh, more than four hundred. They also built it on a former landfill, but no big deal. I mean, whatever. Gosh. You know, a lot of golf Randy courses. lives in that landfill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so bummed that Randy didn't get blocked. I don't oh, know. That would have just been just. <laughs> I had so many questions. I forgot. I saw that in the bathroom. I was like, wait, what? The fuck did Randy do? Uh, MLB trade deadline. Six o'clock CST, right? Going yeah. down. Happens later today. I was gonna say we can. I think Gallo's still a Ranger at this point. Yeah, that's dude. That's the one. I don't care about Mike Miner going to the A's. Fine. I, I get we're giving up on the season. Gallo's a dude who's been hyped for so long, and I like him. I think he's a good dude, and he's the only reason to watch that team this year. Even though like, he is batting sub two hundred, like he might drop one four ninety on somebody. He might, and that you might want to watch him. I want to see a guy hit piss missiles. Don't you? He and he does too. When he gets a hold of one, a lot of pop up flies. A lot of, what is it? What's it called? A loud out or what do they call it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I a long out. It. I don't know. Long out. Just a long out. Doesn't dude. matter. It's like a wrister. Who knows? Yeah, well, I don't know what's gonna happen. I it, the Ranger season is so depressing to me because I I was all in on like throwing it on and having background noise and luckily I've been we've had Stars Mavs to keep us occupied if you're a DFW person, but like. Now that we're, you know, we've moved on from the Mavs, it's like uh, I can't even turn on a game because I don't know who's going to be there in in a year. I don't know what the future looks like. Now they're saying what, like twenty twenty five before we're contenders again, or even like competing. That's just that's that's really depressing. That's all I have to say. Okay. 
Okay. Anything else? Any um, other quick hits? Uh, just a couple, uh, actually. The the Kentucky Derby is this weekend. Anybody mm. excited? No nope. fans or no fans? They have. They are now at no fans. Nay. <laughs> wow. Bang! Bang! It's good! <laughs> You've got a double bang. You're the only reason to tune into this pod, KJ. <laughs> it's also Tour de France. Uh, Randy informed me of this. Oh, yeah. He's been kind of – he did that Man. earlier. I don't know why he really wants us to get into that. Okay. The Kentucky Derby without the, the suits and the, the crazy hats and all that, it's just not going to be the same. I agree. It's just horses running around the track. Think Gronk just and, another bet. Gronk and Brady are still going to be getting wild in uh, Tampa together. Just I'm sure they'll do, like, some zoom-ins, you know, and people be dressed up and all that. Wes Welker be rolling. It's just, it's just not going to be the same. Remember that when he's just handing out money? Just Wes was on one. On, mm-hmm. that, on that wild stuff, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. He was crossfaded, as the kids say. I don't mean to talk down on a, on a Texas Tech Red Raider, KJ, but you know what I mean. No, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, let's get H. When my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all. The horny report. Where we talk about what's going to make us horny this week. In sports, I'll start. Stars, game six, we talked about this. Clinch tonight. Potentially the Golden Knights clinching. Are they, they don't play tonight, do they? Do you know when your Knights no. play? I think Knights are tomorrow. Okay. Play tomorrow, yeah. Clinch tomorrow. And game then five. we've got, we are on a collision course, is what a lot of people are saying. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be fun for this podcast. Hopefully it shakes out. I'm not calling it yet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, throwing the uh, mission accomplished banner up on the ship <laughs> just yet, but. Feeling good about it. I, too, am super H for this uh, pending series. Hopefully okay. it, it comes to fruition. Uh, I think it will at this point. Um, We're going to look so dumb. If man, I, I've just been having a lot of fun watching hockey. I'm like, I'm like low-key a hockey guy now. It's what if crazy. you and I get some rollerblades and just we start getting into roller hockey Dude, in our I'm, mid-30s? I'm too old to strap on the blades, I, man. I can't do that. You're never too old to strap I, them on. I, got, I feel like I'm just easily breakable these days, and I just don't want to risk it. You—, you you landed on a on your foot when it was behind you and somehow did not have like a catastrophic two-year recovery injury. That's a good point. I think you're built for roller hockey. I good think point. the people deserve a um, Coach Bombay, uh, Gunner, uh, one-on-one just between the two of you. Oh, Wolf the Dentist? Yes, Wolf, not Gunner. Who's Wolf? Uh, definitely. Watch me dangle that ass, What's man. that mean? What? <laughs> I'm going to dangle that ass. You're going to dangle that ass. I'm going to dangle the puck or me? shit. Okay. What, what in Bombay's knee who uh, will sing down? So I guess that Dude, makes you wolf. Dave, I'll go top shelf with the wrister on your ass. You don't even see it coming. <laughs> oh. Dude, you don't even go stick side. Bitch. He was going to go, go sh- five hole with a hander. I'll go short side on you. Dylan's. Uh... <laughs> That's right. You don't know shit. You better watch it. I've been watching hockey. I'm getting the turns down. I'm a loose Dave. cannon. You don't know shit. <laughs> okay. I just don't know why you won't play roller hockey with me. At least street hockey. Go down to the to the park. It's an accident way. I'm now. bringing street hockey back to Austin. Count me out. Okay. Micah. Uh, I'm H for the hoops. I'm excited for Game Seven. Game Seven's the answer. I think you're. I think that's it. It's Former gonna be fun. Flavor of Love star hoops. You're H for hoops. Okay. Shouts shouts to hoops. As hoops. Well. Anybody else hoops. watching Love Island or just me and the defreezes? Uh, it's just y'all. Yes. Okay. Uh, I will say I am um, mm, 
It's tough because we do have a, cl- a game clincher, but I'm going to go with uh, roll those ponies out for the season opener. We don't know how many games we're going to get, uh, but I will take all 21 and a half points. I will take the over, uh, and I'll take the Mustangs. How H are you? Um, put me at uh, five, five uh, jockeys, five horse and jockeys for sure. I'm so H for that game that I, I've been calling our coach by the wrong name for the last month, so <laughs> – Shout out to Jake Spavadol. Is it Spavadol? I think so. We'll just call him Spav. Shouts to your law school professor, too. And yeah, uh, Professor Spivak. Shout out to you and your family law style. Shout out to the meat place in Waco, Spat Checks or something that's also... Uh, Close, yeah. Oh, uh, like yeah. <laughs> I've been there. What's it called? It I matter. can't remember. For, to further derail us, something that just uh, rolled down my timeline, I shouldn't read these things randomly. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 81 receptions. Three years in a row. Exactly 81 receptions. He's played 14, mm. 15, and 16 games in those years. 81 catches each year. Huh. Anyways, go on. Interesting. What are you H for? Are we, have we gone around the table already? We have. Okay. I was just thinking about Kamara. I was trying to think where he went in our draft. <laughs> Not to bring it back to that, but I'm just like, wait, was he? Yeah. He's first-round pick, I think. Yeah. Got to be. Micah, you ready? Let's run it back. Oh, Yes. It's now time for Run It Back, the segment in which we run back what we talked about earlier. Starting at the beginning of the podcast, Dylan Smoker is too heavy to move. Oh, yeah. Quinn Snyder looks like he just bought a Rover at full price. (laughs) (laughs) Dave knows a thing or two about peeing in Aquafina bottles. Someone misspelled the nuggets on the rundown. (laughs) (laughs) Who who could have ever done that? Definitely (laughs) you. Micah broke down the 48-hour period where the NBA's future was in doubt on last week's Mind of Micah podcast. The story was also featured on Micah's Read of the Week newsletter, which is available now at the link of the bio in all of Micah's social media platforms. The Stone Man scored on a wrister, and as Dylan said, top shelf for the wrister. Top shelf for the Stone Man. That was my tweet. I'm sorry. Top shelf for the Stone Man. I I wrote that backwards. I can't wait to put you into the boards. (laughs) I really can't. Dorn loves the wrist. Love it. Dave and KJ didn't watch because they weren't for dance. For dance. For dance. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's right. close. Uh, according to Dylan, Rom and Finau are better versions than of Dave in every asset. You would yeah. last two minutes every facet. Dance, by the way. <laughs> no doubt. Dylan's not a big comeback guy. Nah. Dave's high school nicknames were Bricktown and Spaghetti Warehouse. <laughs> we Weird. taught the world how to eat. <laughs> KJ is rocking the Tony Romo number nine tattoo near his junk because he quote had a solid career <laughs> just uh, an homage the jags also keep effing with kj always good when you shit on a guy on his way out the door uh dorn had to step out before he wet himself yep randy we learned lives in a <laughs> landfill in or on either on, way okay that's, that's tough the Kentucky <laughs> the kentucky derby said nay to fans this year uh dave is h for the stars dylan is also super h for the pending series Dorn is going to, quote, dangle that ass. Do watch me dangle that ass. And KJ is five jockeys out of five for the SMU State game this weekend. Dude, I'm going to I'm gonna do the Michigan thing where I wrap it around and pop it up on my stick and just go top shelf from behind the goal on you. And it's going to be really humiliating. You're going to wrap one up on I'm me? I'm going to wrap around mm. on you. I'm also going to – I'm going to flying V you. Dude, don't, don't V me. My dog. squad's going to enter the zone in a flying V formation. I'm just going to check your ass. You don't even know. You've never seen the movie. Dude, Didn't we, get the reference. We just put pucks on that. That's all we oh, do. You're a dump and chase. I've always heard that about you, <laughs> scoundrel. Any, oh, that was fun. Any other breaking news? 
Yeah, nothing that I want to share. Definitely, <laughs> definitely no Title IX stories about SMU that I'll read about later. Oh no! Nope, another day. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about the the, the Baylor twin influencers? Oh, we can do that some other Let's time. Let's get out of here. That's coming to a moment. I mean, we could talk about VM, the VMAs sometime too, if you want. I watched. Uh, you watched the VMAs last night. Maybe maybe DeFreeze and I will cut that for the uh, the backers. Okay. Well, thanks for coming out. Bye. Go Pies. Bye. Bye. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Turn it up.